This is Agents Influence Podcast. Our new agency is going to be called Legacy because it's not just our legacy. We want all of our agents to be building their own legacy. We want them to, to have ownership in their books. It's not just building up numbers for the two of us. And we, we hit a record with SIAA, our, our aggregator, of last year. And the first thing we did was not pat each other on the back. We told our team, we said, this is because you guys hustle and you are out there doing these things and making these numbers. So we, we want to continue to remind everybody that it's everybody's legacy. I'm Jason Cass, and we're going to help you think differently, change your agency, change your finances, change your family, and in the end, we're going to change an industry. Let's go. All right, all right, all right, you loyal listeners. How are you today? Today is International Woman's Day. That's totally ironic to this female all-star studded, I guess you should say, cast that we have here today with Johnny Anderson and Olivia Hine. Johnny and Olivia, welcome to the podcast. Thank, Thank you for you. having us. Yep, because this is where I give them real agents inside real agencies, giving them the real agency intelligence and not the artificial that they try to make you believe out there. That's why I brought Olivia and John on Johnny on. Now let me tell you something. This is this is this is true. So I was probably about three. I think it was I think it was it was whiskey and cokes into the situation in life when I ran into Johnny and Olivia. And I'm telling you, it uh, they entertained me and they wowed me. And so I said, you've got to come on the podcast and here we are, loyal listeners. What did I forget in that, about that intro? Um, probably the fact that we had already outdrank you at that point because <laughs> we were like five class A Azuls down. So, you know, it's cute that, that I tried to keep a up. Couple- couple college drinks had you upside down. (laughs) (laughs) That's what it was. It was the altitude. You want to be with the ladies. (laughs) That's right. It's totally, man, that was a great time. While we were inside the, from the one for loyal listeners, the one city world tour, um, that was going on that Bradley, uh, flowers and glove box and Scott Howley put on. And this was like their night event, man. It was a great time. It was a great time. That, that big, huge bar, huge open area. I mean, it was perfect for everybody. I think I talked to everybody. Um, and one of the things, the reason why I really wanted to bring you guys on is we were talking about like women or something like that. And then in the conversation, and then it got, you guys are, you guys all women insurance. And what was funny was that was, I thought when I, during the time inebriated, I was thinking that was the name of your insurance agency is all women insurance. And I'm like, man, that's powerful. Like, wow. <laughs> I don't think you're allowed to do that. Talk, talk, yeah, talk about going after a niche. You know, I'm like, wow. So uh, it was, it was, uh, it was funny. I finally figured that out. But once again, that's what those college uh, drinks will do to you, um, as Johnny likes to state. So, anyways, you are you are you ladies ready? We're ready. Are you iPhone or are you a Droid user? I am a Droid iPhone. 
Get back. Johnny is my friend. Oh, yes. There are so many people out there coming for us. Stand strong. You know what? I'm a droid for life. Man, I am excited whenever I get a droid person on. I really do. And it's nothing against um, uh, an iPhone user. It's just everything against an iPhone user. I love it very much. Tell me the last apps that you downloaded. It was, um, it, hi, hello. Oh, yeah. So we, we just started using the digital um, e-cards for all of our agents. So it's, it's run through hi, hello. And, you know, you can, you can like text, email, you get a little QR code for um, all of our, our little e-cards. Really? Business cards. Oh, for your business cards. Oh, wow. What's it called again? It's called hi, hello. Hi, hello. Hmm. Hi, hello. Like, hi, not like, hi. Yeah. <laughs> that would be funny. That would be funny. <laughs> I'm we are in Colorado. Yeah, right? Yeah, you're in Colorado. I'm in, I'm in Illinois. Hey, they, they, they both allow the recreational. Uh, Olivia, was that the same one for you, too? Was hi, hello? Uh, I just downloaded Stash, uh, actually. Stash? Yep. Uh, online investing for beginners oh okay all right look at you work it work it and then uh, yes. do you love do you yeah. love to win or do you hate to lose i love to win i like to win but it's okay if sometimes you lose that's right okay i feel the same way <laughs> you have you been that way your whole life yeah so in high school i actually i ran track so i, I played college basketball but um, you know, I was, I was fast and I, I hated running like track is literally the sport that all the other sports make you do in order to get ready for that sport. And it's like, oh, it's like conditioning season. The entire sport is literally around just like doing the worst part of every other sport. But I was really fast. And so I was like, well, I guess I'll do it because I like to win. I hate I hated doing it. But then winning it, it was worth it. Oh my gosh. So I'm a track guy. That's so true. <laughs> Olivia, and then same with you. You've been about the same way. Yeah. You know, put your all in. Um, obviously winning is great, but you know, you can't win them all. So yeah. I'm okay with both. Right. Yeah. That's She's like the good mom and I'm like the angry dad in the bleachers, you know, like the, like you have to get escorted out often. And she's like, it's okay. They did their best. I'm like, it's lost. <laughs> I really actually can see that in the little that I know of you, uh, ladies. I could really, really see that. That's uh, that. That's funny. Um, luck or skill? Which one brought you closer? Which has brought a uh, bigger, bigger factor in your life? Hmm. I. I would say skill. I'm gonna go with luck. Yeah, are you? Boy, you guys yeah. make a great team, don't you? Yeah, that that is what makes us great. We're total opposites. That's what we're going to talk. We always compare ourselves well to the Yuling. Like we are, we are each other's greatest resource. You know, my my weakness is is her strength, and vice versa. So it's um maybe this is exactly how I think actually we might have started talking because Travis was there, and then Steve Moore was there from Lightspeed. And uh, Johnny, starting with you, take us back high school diapers in two three minutes. Bring us forward to how you got sitting next to that fine and wonderful woman sitting right next to you. Oh, this tall drink of water? You can't tell, but she like she has to duck when she goes through doors. Oh yeah, oh yeah. She's she's a very um, tall woman. Um, I've always been pretty aggressive, in case you couldn't tell so far. So I went to school, played basketball, um, got my master's in five years, and I I knew I always wanted to like own a business or, or have some sort of control and, and ownership and run a team or something. You know, at first I was like, I'm going to 
you know, get into like restaurant management or something that seemed like fabulous to me, you know, mm -hmm. sports management. And uh, right out of college, I was um, basically recruited by farmers. And I was like, well, you know, I didn't really see insurance being like my my big fabulous career, but you know, they, you, they dangle residual numbers in front of you and you're like, yeah, I'm going to need that money. Right. Um, so got in, got in with farmers, was with them for a short while and then was recruited from them into an independent company, which is where I met Olivia. She had started about a month before me. She was recruited. Well, she can get into her own too, but, um, and we, we were just independents there for eight years. And then we started a team together, um, over at our previous agency and then decided to take that team and go independent and have since owned our own agency for um, just over two years. I love it. Love it. We're going to talk so much about this stuff, loyal listeners. Uh, Olivia, tell me yours. Um, more on the luck side, uh, born and raised in Cincinnati, uh, graduated from Iowa State, moved out to Colorado right after, worked in food and bev for years and years and years and uh, lived in a ski resort town longer than I expected. And then just finally decided I got to, you know, get that real job. Right. Mm -hmm. But didn't really know where I wanted to go. So I had some temp jobs and then met uh, uh, someone who had a girlfriend who worked at Country Financial. She was looking for an assistant, walked in, we hit it off. I can only pay you $10 an hour. I said, let's give it a shot just and fell in love with it. Really. You mm -hmm. know, it was a great parlay from the food and bev world. Um, when you don't really know what you want to do. And uh, that was it. You know, started with country, got recruited to the agency that where we, Johnny and I met, and then uh, started Legacy after that. Wow. The rest is history. Yeah. yeah. And then, and so one of the things, I think this is what you were talking about, is that uh, the agency that we were discussing or somebody was telling me about, you were able to not only just be an agent and producer, but you could create your own team underneath you which I, I know that there's probably a lot of you listening that are like, yeah, Jason, to be honest with you, you don't hear a lot of agencies that do that. Um, and so explain that a little bit more. And were you guys, first of all, um, position wise, you guys were, you guys were agents, producers out uh, selling. Okay. And then what we were, we're 1099. So, um, you know, we weren't employees of this agency and we actually proposed to that agency the, the idea of a team. So what, what we oh. came to them with was we each had our own individual books of business that we had been growing. Um, and we wanted to take a, a, a step back from the quoting seat. You know, we didn't want to be cranking at our computers for the rest of our lives. So we're like, let's create a third book of business with this company. And we will route all of our leads and our referral partners through these sub producers that we had hired as 1099 under our team. So, wow. you know, we, we had lower splits being, being producers of an agency and not the actual agency owners. So we weren't able to really pay them as much as we wanted to. Um, still taking a split off the top, you know, we're, that's, we're giving them a split of a split. Mm -hmm. So we, yeah, we brought it to them and it, we kind of led the, the change there because they are, they now do have a, a, program where they encourage and they support their agents to create teams with sub producers under them, which is pretty cool. It is pretty cool. It's so different. Like you don't hear that. I mean, I've, 
I've done 800 of these and I've never heard anybody say, well, this is, this is how we allow that to do. And, and, and what's amazing is Travis and I, when we first got together in 2015, him and I thought of a way, you know, but it was too much of an accounting nightmare. We were new agency owners and we're thinking, okay, how do we pay this person and then that person? And then we kind of got scared thinking that it would get out of control and, you know, we wouldn't be making any money. And, and so it's ironic when you say that. And that was one of the things that attracted Travis and I, when you were telling us about some of this stuff, we're like, dude, we, we did that, you know, but we never figured it out. Like we didn't do it. We never figured it out. But, um, that, that's, that's really, really awesome. And so you guys went on your own and you've been doing it for two years. Yes. Yeah. So we, we had started a team and, you know, we always, we always say everything happens at the right time for the right reason. You know, of course it would be ideal had we started this agency years ago and we would be 10 years into it by now, but we probably wouldn't have come together as business partners. We wouldn't have had a loyal team that had, that followed us from our previous team to be, we jump started an agency, you know, we didn't have to get here and learn how to run a team, how to, how to teach somebody how to quote and all that. We came in ready to go. Mm -hmm. I love it. I really do love it. So that you guys are opposites and you guys obviously fill each other's voids. Travis and I say that all the time. I'll be honest with you. I think, you know, I had a lot of people say to me whenever I was thinking about taking Travis on, because it was my own agency. I started in 2010, based on my home, 2015, I run into Travis, him and I had a history. He's 10 years younger than me. His brother and I were really good friends. He had won a bunch of awards in insurance. So I'd been trying to get him for a while. Here he finally comes and I reach out to a lot of my friends and I say, should I get a partner? You know, should I, should, or, you know, I own a hundred percent of this. And like the vast majority told me, no, they're like, no, you know, if you can't, if you don't have to do it, don't do it. Da, 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 da. And I'm a, I'm a guy that like, um, I like being married. You know what I mean? I like the fact that there's things I don't like to do that, that she does and vice versa. Right. And I'm thinking that a relationship is a relationship is a relationship. So I guess I just got to get lucky and get the right one. Right. And we did, and we really truly did. Isn't it amazing when you start realizing like, wow, the stuff that drains my energy and I'm not good at this weirdo likes to do, you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. And, and, I, and yeah. Travis tells me the same exact thing. So tell me about that. Who's who in this situation? We say that all the time, you know, like Johnny said, her weaknesses are my strengths and vice versa. As far as the weirdo things, like I'm a huge note taker. I'm always like, as soon as we start talking, hold on, let me go grab my notes, you know, and then I'm going to reference these later. So it's important, you know, and she's like, just, I'm a bull in a china shop. I'm like, yeah. let's just get to like here. Yeah. She's like, I have to write this down. So, and yeah, this and we refer to it constantly. I'm like, what did we say that one time? She's yeah. like, I wrote that down. Yeah, I got that. I'm like, dork. Right. You've been in notes folder. I want to find it. Yeah, uh, she's definitely the numbers uh, person, any kind of reports or pro formas or, you know, future trackers. That's all her. And I'm like, let me grab my calculator. And even then I'm not going to get it. Mm -hmm. So um, those are definitely two of our main things that I think. Help Johnny, would you be more of the visionary? I would say probably. Like you like to come um, up with what it looks like, tell everybody and explain it and then be done with it and go on to the next thing. No. Yes. I would like, I, I come up with a lot of like, you know, like new marketing tactics and that kind of thing. And then Olivia and I will kind of come together and like, she fills in the gap. So, you mm -hmm. know, which agent are we going to roll this out with? You know, I think that this person's personality fits this referral partner best. And, you know, instead of just like, you know, agent number one, number two, number three, she really kind of like 
brings warmth and, and rounds out a lot of like the big ideas. Mm-hmm. Not to say that she doesn't also come right. with big ideas. You know, she, you know, again, like the yin yang, right? So like there's that little dot inside of each side. Like mm-hmm. we definitely overlap in some ways, but yeah. um, we, we naturally have fit into our roles. And I think that was luck. Right. Hello, loyal listeners. Hey, are you a local agent struggling to find markets for your client? Maybe you, maybe not. Look no further than Nation Brokerage Solutions. With over 200 carriers, their comprehensive options give you what you need for your customers' ever-changing needs. With NBS, as they say it in the cool world, you can confidently offer a wide range of options to better support your customers and grow your business, A.K. agency. Don't settle for less. Do more with NBS. For more information about Nationwide Brokerage Solutions, visit nbsbrokerage.com. Cast certified. It, it, it really truly is. And you know, one of the things with, with Travis is that he'll come to me and he wants to institute some procedure or something because he's seen something wrong. And like, I'm already like eight months down the line, right? So when you want to bring that in right now, I'm like, dude, you should have told me this like eight months ago. Like I'm already working on this down here, you know? And so we have to, and it's funny because like, I'm not the numbers guy. He's the numbers guy, right? That, that's just the way that it is. Here's the best way to explain it. I always explain it in a sales process. I am Mr. A to, uh, to L. He is M to Z. That's the best way. We All the characteristics that you need for that part of A to, A to L, that's me. That's, that's me. Everything back over here, that's him. He doesn't want to have anything to do with prospecting and stuff like that. But once we get it in the door and it's time to get the details and break things down, that stuff like exhausts the shit out of me. I'm like, <laughs> I don't care about this, you know? And so, and he, he does, you know? And so... You guys find that same thing? Do you guys have that same rhythm or do you guys overlap there? I would say, yeah, it's interesting when you say, um, I think you have to admit to yourself what you're passionate about and what does exhaust you because being 50, 50, you never want to think that, well, I don't contribute that to our agency, but the fact is, you know, there's just some things that you're, you know, that are your strengths and, mm-hmm. and weaknesses. And you just have to go with that for the success of the agency and, and I'll end your team. So, so yeah, I can relate to that for mm-hmm. sure. I would say that I'm like A, C, F, G, H, M, O, P, like, and then she's like all these other letters that are in between. So I wouldn't I even like say that. that one of us gets this here and then the other one takes, it's like, we are so interconnected at all times. So mm-hmm. we actually joke. So we, we work in the same office within our office. We're like, we can't have separate offices because I'll get so tired walking back and forth to talk mm-hmm. to her. You know, we, totally. we run everything together in the she shed. The yeah, it's all the she shed. We have we have booze in here. <laughs> Dude, love it too. I got some booze in mine. I got some wood for reserve in mine. Uh, glove box sent it to us. So yeah, Aww. yeah. She said. <laughs> I love those glove box guys. Yeah, those glove box guys. They just send awesome. me invoices. Yeah, yeah. They never send us booze, Bruce. So so um, you know, and like like. At the end, uh, when tr- when we're going to propose a policy or a, a, a thing, it's going to still be me doing it. But when we go back to the office and we wrap up the email of everything we discussed, that's Travis, right? Because he's Mr. Detail. I, I can't spell. I skip sentences. And I'm just – and, you know, 
Gary V says it, and I'm not a huge Gary V fan, but I like him. But he says, double down on your strengths and forget your weaknesses. Right. Because like, I think if like, if I'm really good at prospecting, Travis can try and read every book he wants and he's going to get a little bit better, but I can read like half a book and now I'm insanely better. Right. Because that's my strength. And I think we've been sold this like, Hey, you can improve yourself. You can improve and you should, you should, but I think you should improve yourself over on your strengths and not waste a whole lot of time. Like Maybe on golf, right? I'm not good at golf, so I'm going to concentrate on that on the side, but like try to make that stronger. But I, what do you guys say about that when you're finding your weaks and your strengths like that? Um, no, I, I, I completely agree. Um, it was it was almost humbling to us because you know we we both ran very successful books with our previous agency, yeah. built up millions of dollars in separate ways. Um, by ourselves by ourselves so you gotcha. know i but when we started this agency like we can't both do a hundred percent of the things mm -hmm. we have to decide what our strengths are or, or even just who's better at certain things or who enjoys certain things more so she's she's kind of like she does a lot more of the relationship so she's the one who is constantly talking to the carrier she's always the first to jump in to answer like a zoom question about coverage or underwriting or an rce with our team and it, it, the first hit came to me because like our team was coming to her for all this help with RCEs. And I was like, I know what I'm doing. I know how to write insurance. Like I was a badass insurance agent once upon a time too. Ah. And then vice versa. Same with me with yeah. the marketing, you know, like I can walk into an office of lenders and, you know, get it. <laughs> Don't just ask Johnny all the time. So yeah, there was a, a compromise. But it was sure. realizing like, wait a minute, let's not, we're taking this personal right? We want this to be about me. And instead, if it really wants to be about me, let me do what I like to do. And you like what to do. Don't get your feelings hurt and let's rock, you know? Exactly. Like we can both be good at, at different things, but it's just to be an efficient agency. We can, we don't need to both be a part of everything. That's right. That's right. That's right. We're splitting the, the shares of the business for a reason, you know? I should be able to trust the fact that that person's doing what they're doing and and good at it. What you said that's so key, so key. Um, and I and and Travis and I, we know a lot of agency owners, and and they don't, they just don't realize because there's people that have bad partners and they're miserable, and then there's people who are single who are like, I'm never gonna give up because maybe they had a bad partnership in the past. But Travis and I are just like, how do people not? I mean, do what we do, you know? Like agency relations is what we call it. Any company meeting or anything thing. I, I can't stand sitting there listening to these people waste my time. You know, I cannot take it. Well, Travis is asking about all the bonus plans and, you know, how do we get this and that? And I'm just like, forget it, dude. I'm not coming to these anymore. Like you just do those, you know, and, and he'll do the same thing to me on things. And it's just, oh, it's so awesome not have to have that time suck, you know? Yeah, you we guys literally know. had a carrier rep come into our office um, and it was just, it was like me and Olivia and then her and our commercial specialist. Cause it was with Liberty. And she was like, you know, she's talking to Olivia and she's already been talking to Danielle. Cause you know, they've done some deals together and she looks at me and she's like, what do you do here? <laughs> Nothing. <laughs> I'm going to go now. Yeah. But lose my number. Don't bother me. I'm here. Cause like Olivia told me we had an important meeting, but don't save my information. <laughs> I am the same way. I'm the same way. 
I am the same way. If you're, if you're, I've said this forever. This is mean for all you reps out there listening, but I'm just being funny. But they say that if you, if the rep come, wants to come see you at nine in the morning, you probably didn't have a good loss ratio or you're in trouble about something. But if they come and they want to buy you lunch, you're like, oh, something good's going on, right? Or they need to kiss my butt. So uh, you can always usually tell that. And yes, for all you reps out there, you just got busted out, even though you've been doing that for a while. I'm just joking. We love you. Um, <laughs> Yeah. Love you, just kidding. yeah. Marketing reps should be the most valuable person to an insurance agent's agent because they're in so many agencies. They see what works and what doesn't work, but yet they come in and they don't speak that language. So that's another, pl mm -hmm. another place for another time. So are you guys doing a lot of commercial personal lines. You guys use a lot of lenders. What's your, what's your main go after to, to bring that business in? Um, we are way more on the personal line side. I would say 95, five. Um, we okay. have a commercial specialist. We have a lot of the team who's interested in getting in, into it more. Uh, you know, we're building it slowly, but not in a rush. You know, we want to do it the right way. Make sure everybody understands what they're doing. We come from personal lines, so it's not like we can pull them aside and teach them. So we'd have to rely on another source for that. Um, but yeah, definitely personal lines. Auto home, umbrella toys. How are you getting it? Uh, we are... 90% plus of our referrals come from lenders. We built a very loyal referral base at our last agency. And I would say all of them followed us to legacy. So um, we some financial advisors and realtors mixed in there as well, but definitely heavy on the loan originators. How many leads are you getting a uh, day, week, month? What you got? We get about um, 100 to 120 a month. Loyal listeners, did you just hear that shit? <laughs> I mean, yeah, that was a, that was a bomb dropping. Mm -hmm. It, it needs that's... to go up. And it needs to go any up. Of our agents, I'm always like, um, we need mm -hmm. more. Well, yeah, more. Double. When Johnny says it, mm -hmm, it happens. Olivia's like, mm -hmm, it's happening. That's happening. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I'm like, do it. <laughs> okay. So let's talk about that. How are we going to do that? Oh, I mean, more lenders. How are we going to find more? What, I mean, just, just a couple thoughts that you guys may have on the top of your head. So I, I built my network off of literally starting with a friend that was a realtor. And I was like, hey, who's your top lender? You know, can I take you guys out to lunch? Met his top lender. She loved me, started working with her team. And then I said, hey, can you print off a sheet of the other top lenders within, within your company? And so she printed them out for me. And I, I I reached out and I said, Hey, I've been working with this lender. You know, she was a big hitter. So she came with a lot of respect and clout. Um, you know, can you give me a chance? And some said, no, some said, yes. I turned the nose into yeses by just being really annoying and consistent. And at some point they needed me to save the day, whether mm -hmm. it's a Sunday night, I mean, DTI, whatever, and just slowly built up my reputation kind of one person at a time. And this was something that came up at the, the uh, one city world tours, the big, the big hitters, know other big hitters and they, they respect and they trust each other. So if you get in with one, you have to, you have to leverage that and continue that and, and just go in with confidence, you know, walking mm -hmm. in and making a new relationship and knowing that what you do is better than anybody else that they're going to come up against and telling them why without sounding too cocky, it goes a long way. What's the biggest solution that the that you're providing the lender to get them other than on Sunday, right? Other than that, what are you doing during eight to five that's locking that in? Just 
but always making the process as seamless and quick as possible because there's, we always say, you know, there's eight other producers, agents in line trying to get with that lender. So, you know, you got to just set yourself apart, be the best. We're, mm -hmm. Of course, working outside those hours, but hey, I need this to be $50 a month or, you know, get it to whatever amount. Yeah, no problem. I got it, mm -hmm. you know, and however I get it done, they don't need to know about. I'm just going to give you that binder with the right $50 a month. Boom. That's correct. That's it. And no, no, no. With really knowing our carriers inside and out and, and doing the research and doing the proactive training and and learning the product. So knowing if I make this change on the underwriting side or on the eligibility side, I don't have to cut coverage, but it's going to issue this additional discount or, you know, making sure that you're asking the client, Hey, do you have this? That could be a, a discount. Do you like really diving mm -hmm. in and, and knowing how to manipulate the product within, you know, without compromising carriers. Yeah. yeah, that's right. No, you're, you're very, you're, um, Really, really great. I, I, I just love when clients come to us and they're like, hey, I'm looking at this Safeco quote and your Safeco quote and yours is less, but it's the exact same coverage. And we're like, that's why you work with us. <laughs> exactly right. No, that's uh, <laughs> no, no. Travis is Travis would love this. I keep bringing him up. That's the most I've ever talked about him. But yeah, um, we, we get and Travis, we can't get him like he'll give us the information and then he'll say, you know, OK, do this quote and see how low you can get it. And I can give it to him and the SOB will get it back to me, 200, 300 dollars less. And you're looking at it going, what in the hell did he change? You know, and he just he knows he knows, as you said, he knows the coverages where the rating factors switch. You know, I mean, a lot of your companies and a lot of you guys are out there. We have one company. If you quote it with seven or if you quote it with nine thousand and one miles or more the uh, uh, verse 9,000 or less, the rate is drastically different. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And, and so you should be rating it at what's it's supposed to be, but how many times are we out there lying? Those are those questions that I like to say, force us to lie. Manipulating. Manipulate. Yeah. That's right. right. Okay. Man <laughs> I Happy imagine Women's if, Day. <laughs> imagine if I told my wife, I'm like, no, that's not a lie. That was just a manipulation. I okay? was just manipulating you. Yeah. Um, she's like, here's a couch for you. Yeah. I got you this today. Yeah. No pillow. <laughs> so I'm really glad that you guys uh, have been on. Is there anything specifically you wanted to talk about? I mean, uh, you know, where are you growing, right? Instead of going, where are you growing? Are you using insure tech carriers? Anything you want to tell us that's awesome about your agency that you, other people, why you're better? Not better, but just different than other agencies? Um, I mean, something that, you know, we've touched on, but we're extremely proud of is that we are female owned and operated. So it was, we never, we didn't start our agency thinking like, this is like a girl power agency, you know, no boys allowed, but we haven't recruited a single person that's on our team. So we have two people on our support side, and then we have, um, a couple of W2 agents and the rest 1099 agents. And it, it's just been word of mouth and it feels really good you know, we've been in the industry for, for many years. And so just putting photos out or, you know, kind of speaking about our agency and, and why we love each other and why, why we're great. It has organically grown and drawn people to us at the right time for the right reason. And it's, it's something that okay. has helped us to really provide like a, a team, but like a family, you know, we are all extremely close and supportive and cheering each other on. We're competitive, but proud of somebody who beats us. 
Ah, I like that. Competitive, but proud of somebody who beats us. I like that. Mm -hmm. I like that a lot. I like that. Um, Yeah. What, anything you want to add, Olivia? Yeah, I mean, that sums it up. We're just, our culture is so, so dear to us. Uh, you know, it kind of, like she said, happened organically, but um, it's something that we're constantly uh, referencing and bringing the team, like, you know, work hard, but be happy. You know, this is not just a legacy for Johnny and myself. It's a legacy for each and every person who walks in that door, who we hire, you know, so that's mm-hmm. more than a team. And uh, that's really important to us. And we, as owners, we collaborate with our team on, you know, what is working for you? What isn't working for you? Um, you know, our current management comp- or, uh, system, a little clunky and, and it's, it's come back to us. And so we're starting to look around at our other options. You know, it's, it's never just our way or the highway. Um, we want to make sure that we have the right processes in place and the right softwares and, and everything for everybody to succeed. And it's a, it's an open door. I love it. I love it. They say that you should work on your business and not in your business. Right. And you figured that out. One of the things that they really don't ever say is they don't really define what working on your business truly is. And, and, and it's what, it's what you guys echo, right? Because it's like, I've said before, our job as the owner is to give the technology, the tools, the training, the processes, the workflows, the companies, the carriers, you know, those type of things. That's our job to provide that to our staff. Our staff's job is to, is to provide a good customer experience to the client. And then the client has a job, which is paying the bills, right? And it usually works opposite of that to know if it's happening is that once they stop paying the bills, you then realize that they weren't taking care of the clients, but you actually have to realize at the end of the day, you probably weren't providing the things that were necessary, right? If that person wasn't doing their job well, were you paying attention? Were you monitoring them? Were you spot checking them? Um, Those different types of things. Uh, There was one other thing I wanted to state. You know, you guys talked about it, about a legacy um, of, of, of what we're trying to do. One of the things I always like to think about so I can get my little serotonin, uh, drops throughout the day is, is thinking about what we're doing today is, is going to be sold to somebody else. Who's going to be sold to somebody else. And then there's 60 to 80 to hundred years from now, there's going to be people who are driving boats and having wonderful life and giving their kids the college education or whatever education they want to give them all because of the things that we're doing today, you know? And I, and I really think if you, it, it sometimes brings into perspective, um, what can drive a culture, right? Is that as you guys know, legacy, um, and I, I don't know if we really think about sometimes the fact of how we impact people in 2022 or 2122, you know, ever thought about that or is it just my weird ass? No, no, yeah. we, we literally sat down and named our agency because we had come off of new information that, so our previous agency, it's, it's sold to a private equity firm and the owner of that agency. And I mean, they were still operating as an independent agency, but that mm-hmm. was kind of what made us look around like. We, we don't have any control over our future. We could be told, you know, we're liquidating these books, we'll pay you out and you're done. So, but we had, mm-hmm. we had just had a conversation with somebody about, you know, congratulations to this person because he built up this enormous book of business and made X amount on the sale. And we're like, we built that, mm-hmm. you know, we were the agents who put that premium up and it didn't feel good. So we, we knew we were leaving at that point and we sat down, had a bottle of wine and we're like, you know what? 
our new agency is going to be called Legacy because it's not just our legacy. We want all of our agents to be building their own legacy. We want them to to have ownership in their books. So if they want to take it or if they want to give it to one of their kids when they're, you know, when they're mm-hmm. ready to retire. It's not just building up numbers for the, the two of us. And we we made it we hit a record with our with SIAA, our, our aggregator this year or of last year. And the first thing we did was not pat each other on the back. We told our team, we said, you guys did this. This is because you guys hustled and you guys, you were out there doing these, these things and making these numbers. So mm-hmm. we, we want to continue to remind everybody that it's everybody's legacy. It's everybody's legacy. I love it. I love it. Not I yours love it. <laughs> what'd, you, what'd you say? It's not, a, but not, not yours. yours. You're, yeah, you're a, a boy. Yeah, I know. I know. I know. I know. I know. That's okay. More power to you. Um, I really, really do. Uh, I, raised by a single woman, I have more. Uh, I have a lot of appreciation for women, and so you just echo that as well. So appreciate you guys joining me here on Agency Intelligence. Yeah, thanks Thank for having us. A legacy. I love it. A legacy. Oh, one thing I forgot to ask you. Sorry about that. Uh, leaders are readers, and readers are leaders. And I know you're a leader, so you must be a reader. What are you reading right now, Johnny? We actually just um, got the the Audible book, Atomic Habits. So we're we're going to be blaring that in the she shed. So we haven't started it yet, but we, we have heard amazing things about it, and we're we're excited to get going on it. Okay, and there's another one called uh, uh, Habits or something like that. It's he'll reference this book a lot in 2012. This other guy wrote it. I can't think of it. I read it when I was on vacation right after Christmas. Um, but I want you to know, Atomic Habits was a um, something I read in June or July of last year. And I have to tell you, like my year of being 43, I turned 44 in April. Like it was the best year because of that. And the reason is, is I was able, I always wanted to work out, you know, and I was actually able to do 75 hard. Well, I was able to do 75 hard and it was actually pretty easy because of Atomic Habits, like thinking about the things that he tries to tell you um, in there. And and it's really, really weird because, and he'll tell you this, and obviously it's not like blowing a, a, a movie, but loyal listeners, the same thing. It, it's not so much about going to the gym. It's about putting on your gym clothes because the way our brains work that once you put on your gym clothes, now it automatically goes to the gym. But what we'll do is we'll sit in at work or we'll sit at home in our bed and we'll think like, oh, I don't want to get up and go, go to the gym. I don't want to go to the gym. Don't worry about that. Just get up and put your gym clothes on. And so it's little bitty things like that that make your brain that, that put things in motion to help give you time management. Great freaking book. I love that book. Um, awesome. yeah. Since then, I still work out. I'm in, I mean, I, I still diet. My, my health is good because... I catch myself getting ready to break these habits, you know, and it's like, and that's the thing is when he explains it to you, you can see it. You're like, okay, wait a minute. This is where I start falling back into that shit. And, uh, I quit smoking cigarettes one time. Right. Um, well, not one time I quit, like I quit. And, uh, the hardest thing about quitting was, is that I quit so many other times before, but I would always have one more thinking that I could do that. Right. We've all had that. Every habit is that way. Every habit, going to the gym, you know what I mean, or trying to stay away from ice cream. Uh, I've been I've been away from it, but I know I look at ice cream and I'm like, dude, if I eat you, I will be back to eating you. You know what I mean? So, <laughs> dude, yeah, I love ice cream. All right. So, anyways, uh, hey, sorry, loyal listeners, waste your time there, but that was important. Uh, Olivia, did you, you did you give us yours? Or are you guys reading it together? 
Yeah, we're going to be blasting yeah. it like she said in the shoe shop. Boom, 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 boom. Fantastic. Okay, well, hey, appreciate you once again. Uh, this has been fun. This has been great. Uh, all you loyal listeners, I always try to bring you the best, and I hope that you realize that I did. Now, remember, this is Agency Intelligence. We told you all about the stuff that we've been doing up in this agency that they have here out of Colorado. And I tell you, it uh, you've got to watch because I think you're going to hear more from these ladies. And I think they've got a huge future. And I think once the independent agent system finds out more about them, there's a huge movement right now, uh, loyal listeners, in the woman movement, empower of women, uh, women insurance. Uh, there is a huge mo- movement going on right that now, and that's what we need. We need to get rid of all these male, stale, and pale dudes sitting in the back room with stogies making all the decisions. Because people like Johnny, people like Olivia, they're getting ready to put that shit to a stop. All right? That's what I'm talking about out there. We are Agency Intelligence, where I gave you real agents inside a real agency giving you the real agency intelligence and not the artificial that they try to make you believe out there this is Cass, she's Johnny she's Olivia, we're out hey agents listen to this, listen to this, what are we terrible at, think of it, think of it Really? We're, we're terrible at training, right? We're not very good at hiring. We're not very good, terrible at firing, actually. Uh, terrible at creating process and some workflows. Terrible at technology and implementing that technology and even knowing what type of technology we want. And the list goes on and on. Now, listen, I'm an agency owner. And I, you know how it is to, to fix a problem. The first thing you've got to do is you've got to admit you have a problem. Here's what you do. Go to virtualintel.com. Check out what we do because we do all those bad things that you can't do. Really? And you may do one or two of them well. Good for you if you can do them all. Just want you to know you're in the minority. But if you can't do any of them good or you don't even want to do them anymore because it just takes too much mental power, then good for you for realizing that and give us a call. I'm telling you, virtual intelligence, that's what we do. And where we specialize in high quality VEs, not virtual assistants. Look it up. Go to ChatGPT. Put in what's the difference between a virtual assistant and a virtual employee. Enough said. I don't have enough time to go on and on about all the differences on this 60 second commercial, but you've got time to search it and look at it. That's what we do. We deliver high quality VEs. We mix the technology with it. We train them on the technology, give them and the technology to you and you're off to the races. I'm not joking with you. You can call my agency at any time, ask for Lordland. And we do ask her, say, how fast are you able to do quotes? I've actually got a couple videos of it. That's right. We can do five to 10 carriers in one quote in three to seven minutes. So you give me an auto quote, I can do five to 10 carriers in three to seven minutes. How are we doing it? We're doing it through the technology of virtual intelligence. Give us a call, check us out. You can ask for me personally, I'll do the demo for you. Who are they? Cast certified.